0: Understanding mental health struggles can be tough. That's why I created Therapy in a Nutshell to help make complicated therapeutic topics easy to understand and learn. I'm Emma McAdam, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Therapy in a Nutshell podcast. These episodes don't replace the need for mental health professionals or the advice given by doctors, but they provide options, resources, and skills that can help you in your journey to better your own mental health, or help those around you who may be struggling. If you wanna find more resources, or if you wanna learn about courses I offer on specific mental health topics, please stop by my website at therapyinanutshell.com. Now, let's jump into this week's skill. Okay, this video is two of four of my series on how to help a child with anxiety. And in this video, you're gonna learn how to create an environment where your children can grow through their anxiety and overcome it. And we're gonna use the analogy of a greenhouse to talk about how to do this. Now, the goal of a greenhouse is not to protect plants or to simply keep plants safe. The goal of a greenhouse is to create a space where plants can grow up to be functional, healthy, and productive outdoors. Now one thing most people don't know about greenhouses is that they don't simply keep the plant comfortable. A good greenhouse actually has all sorts of features that gradually introduce the seedlings to challenges. These are things like fans and temperature changes, pot changes, and gradually introducing the plants to more and more difficult conditions. Now your job as a parent is not to protect your child from anxiety, but to help them learn to be resilient so that they can be functional and healthy humans. To learn the skills to manage emotions and make good choices. Your goal is not to just make anxiety go away. Now, in the last video, we talked about the foundation of your greenhouse, your mindset. When you learn how to change your fundamental approach to anxiety, you can create a space for your kids to change their relationship to anxiety so that they can be healthy, resilient, self-assured, and functional. So just to summarize part one, kids look to parents to know how to respond to anxiety. Anxiety is not bad, and it's not something that has to be eliminated. No kid is going to grow up and never have anxiety again because their parents did everything perfectly. So instead, parents can teach their kids how to relate to anxiety. And avoiding anxiety and triggers actually makes anxiety worse, not better. So a more helpful mindset is, you know, it's okay to feel anxious, but we still choose our actions. And this is the foundation for growth. So now let's talk about laying the foundation for your kid's success. Okay, so now let's talk about how to create the environment for your kid's success. Physical and emotional safety are like the protective cover of your greenhouse. This series on helping your child with anxiety depends on your child being actually safe, so they aren't being mistreated, abused, attacked, right? They have food to eat and a bed to sleep on and parents who love them. Now, you do not have to be perfect, but if your child is anxious and being abused, like verbal, physical, emotional, or sexual abuse, their anxiety is actually quite functional It's sending them a message that they need to take action or you need to take action to help them be safe, and not just make them feel safe when they're in danger, right? So if food, shelter, and safety are an issue, make sure to focus on creating that foundation first. But then, With that being the assumption, right, that our children are physically safe, the really cool thing about humans is that we can face a lot of challenges and difficulties, even trauma and hardship, if we have just one thing, and that's emotional safety the number one thing that creates emotional safety is connection. So your relationship with them is like the protective cover of a greenhouse. It creates the environment where growth is possible. So just like a tiny seedling, your child was helpless as an infant and depended on you 100% for their safety and survival. Children are hardwired to seek connection with their parents, and they rely on that connection to determine if they feel safe Or fearful. So your connection provides warmth while they face challenges and grow. So the most important thing you can do is show them that you can be connected even when they're having big emotions like fear. So there are two big mistakes parents make when they're trying to help a child with anxiety. Shaming them or rescuing them. So let's talk about the first one. When a child seems anxious about something that seems like a small thing to us, we sometimes have this gut reaction to say, oh, come on, like, just get over it. Look on the bright side, right? Oh, you shouldn't be worried about that. And this essentially says, stop feeling that way. Don't feel anxious or I will disapprove of you. Or what's the matter with you? Like, why are you making such a big deal of this? It's only school. Right? Trying to make your child not feel anxious is shaming them. The first thing it does is it puts them in an impossible situation. It's telling them that they shouldn't be feeling what they are feeling. And the second thing is it breaks the safe connection with shame. It essentially communicates something about you is bad and you need to stop for me to like you. It's kind of like pushing that plant out of the protective cover of the greenhouse and letting it get burned from frost. The second common mistake parents make is rescuing their child from anxiety. So they might say, oh, if sleeping alone makes you anxious, I'll sleep with you. If giving a presentation makes you anxious, I'll talk to your teacher and see if you can do an essay instead. Now, as parents, we want to protect our kids, but in these situations, we're not protecting them from harm, but from feeling something. This sends the message that they can't actually handle the challenge in front of them. It says, oh, my, my parent is scared of this feeling too. And your behaviors communicate to them that you don't believe they're capable of facing a challenge, and that makes them trust themselves less. So not only are you showing them that they can't handle the outward challenge, you're also communicating that the feeling of anxiety is dangerous. Now, there are times where kids aren't capable of facing a threat, right? Toddlers shouldn't be playing in the road by themselves, right? Like four-year-olds generally shouldn't be traveling solo through a big city. These are real and actual threats that we should actually protect our parents from. But as parents, you need to discern between actual threats and stuff that feels scary but is actually safe, like giving a presentation at school, or talking with a teacher about a problem they're having, or attending preschool, or getting a vaccine. Now, if you have done either of these things, like don't, don't blame or shame yourself, right? It's normal for parents to do both, and no, you probably haven't ruined your kids, right? Kids are actually super resilient and super adaptable, and just like them, you can grow and change too. So don't beat yourself up about any past behaviors. We're just going to start where we're at and move forward. And that's a mindset for yourself and for your kids. So instead of shaming them for having feelings or rescuing them from their feelings, your job is to connect with them while they have feelings. It's not your job to make your kids not feel something, to not feel nervous, to ensure that they feel happy. You're not responsible for changing how they feel. Your job is to walk with them on their journey, to build a belief in themselves that they can face the challenges that come their way. So you could say something like, hmm, I'm here. We'll figure this out. Your job is to bring your presence, which communicates safety, to an uncertain situation. Kids often don't remember what they were anxious about. They remember what their parents did with it. So, your loving presence communicates that even in the face of a scary situation or big, intense emotions, that you'll be there for them no matter what, that you trust them to find their way through, and that it's all going to be okay. So, if the only thing you do for your kids is to show them that the two of you can face emotions together, you're doing a lot to create an environment where your kid can learn how to relate to anxiety. Resist the urge to protect and comfort your kids and instead join them in their process. Okay, so let's do some practical examples here. So if your kid is worried about his parents leaving him at night, you might have a tendency to say, oh, it's not a big deal, don't be scared. And that's just not super helpful, right? You can't just unfeel a feeling. So instead you could say something like, ooh, when you go to bed, you might have a big worry that you'll be alone. That's a scary thought. Thank you so much for telling me. I wonder what we could tell that thought. Now, the words you say aren't nearly as important as your presence. The real strategy here is connection. We show our kids that even when they're nervous, that we're here for them, and we can sit with that fear together. And we can overcome it together, right? And even when the time comes for you to leave, you tell them, you know what, I know you can face this. I'll check in with you in a few minutes to see how you're doing. So by connecting with them, you bring this sense of like rock solid safety to any situation. This is your protective cover. Then, when you've got this solid relationship, you can help your child face their fears. So here's a few things you could say to show them that you care. And just, just before we go into this, I want to say, like, in the next video we're going to talk about breaking down fears into little bite-sized chunks and how to actually face challenges. But in this video, we're talking about the essential, essential foundation of your connection with them. So here's some things you can say. Uh, you look uncertain. Can you tell me about that? Hmm, it's okay to feel anxious. It's a normal feeling. I'm here for you and I'll help you through this. Let's take a deep breath together and work through this. We can come up with a plan to help you face this. I love you no matter what and we'll get through this together. Now sometimes people think that if you validate an emotion, that means that you also have to let your child escape that emotion. So for example, if you can, if you validate that going to school makes your child anxious, then you may think, oh you don't have to make your child go to school. Or if sleeping in their own bed scares them, you have to protect them by letting them sleep with you. But that's not, that's not what validation is at all. It's just saying, I can feel what you're feeling. It's empathy, right? But your action doesn't have to be rescuing. It can can be connecting with them and challenging them too. So when we validate, we can also use the word and, right? Oh, we can feel nervous and breathe. You can cry at drop off and still go to school. You can feel worried and still go down the slide. It's okay to feel worried. I feel that way too sometimes. A lot of emotions just need to be seen, and then they resolve themselves because they've delivered their message. A lot of kids just want to be seen too, right? Your presence is more powerful than any other strategy that I'm going to teach you. But I am going to teach you other strategies, but your presence is more important, right? So as you help them face their fears with your constant and loving support, they will get stronger and more resilient over time. In the next video, we're going to break down how to actually coach your child through their fears. So make sure to stay tuned. And if you want to learn more about how to help your child with anxiety, I'm building out an online course where we go into more detail about some of these practical strategies. So make sure to check out my website uh, or the link in the description to learn more. Okay, thank you for watching and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found something you can add to your daily routine that makes your life just a little bit better. If you want to learn more about topics like how to process tough emotions, how to change your brain, how to build better relationships, or support someone you know with a mental illness, then check out my classes at therapyinanutshell.com. And if you feel like these podcasts have been a benefit to you, please leave a rating so others can more easily find this content. Thank you so much and have a great day.